Welcome to the No Office Podcast. My name is Rafał Sobolewski and I'm VP of Product at Nosby. In our company, we believe that work is not a place to go. It is a thing that you do. That's why since 2007, we have been running our company 100% remote. In Nosby, we work at No Office. The No Office Podcast is sponsored by Nosby Teams. A to-do app that helps modern teams do great things. Go to Nosby.com to learn more. Don't cram 20 people on Zoom. Fluorescent lighted office all day long. You know, you probably are going to work from home. And now we can enjoy recording the show. So, hello, Michael. Welcome in the third episode of No Office Podcast. Hello, man. How are you? Yeah, pretty cool. I'm after my training. Feel very energized, <laughs> little yeah, tired, today, but energized at the, at the same time. <laughs> yeah, today I, I also did a, a 10 kilometer run. So uh, my kind of training and uh, it was very good. I, I had very good pace. The only problem is that the person I was running with was faster than me. So <laughs> ah, that's, that's, that's the good training body. <laughs> yeah, it uh, pushes me, pushes me more. So it's good. Yeah. So it was fun. And uh, now I'm also ready to record this episode, and especially that we're going to talk about s- stuff, s- something we, we, we've been practicing for, uh, for the last few months. We, we want to talk about dog fooding, which is uh, eating the food of our dogs. Uh, no, no, that's, that's the other, <laughs> other dog fooding. <laughs> no, no, no. The dog fooding comes from, you know, eating your own dog food, uh, meaning like eating uh eating stuff that you cooked and because what you cooked is not really ready for prime time it's it tastes like dog food and you eat it um i think it comes from this uh, so it's a term uh, in silicon valley that uh, is being used when you are using your own software right yeah yeah and speaking of dog fooding uh, okay maybe it's not our software but have you already installed ipad os beta 14 no not yet not yet, because I did. <laughs> I did. Uh-huh. I have it for two weeks now. And How it's is it? Qu- yeah, it's quite okay. Only some some keyboard issues uh, still occurs. Like? Like uh, there is a huge lag uh, sometimes when, when you need to type um, both software keyboard and hardware keyboard. Yeah, and we we have this uh, this problem in our Nosby personal app uh, because uh-huh. we are supposed to ship update, and uh, yeah, on iOS fourteen and iPadOS fourteen there is this bug when the there is the huge lag when keyboard shows up on the screen, and sometimes it even crashes the app. But I saw the same bug in uh, other apps, uh, okay, as well even in uh, even in System Spotlight. So oh, really? it's clear, yeah, it's clearly uh, it's clearly OS bug, but uh, it's beta six already, and it's it hasn't been fixed. I'm kind of worried that we would need to do some kung fu in the code to <laughs> to work around <laughs> to this fix bug. Apple Apple's bug, basically. Yeah, yeah. So so today I will I will uh, make sure it's it's already reported to Apple that it still happens, and we will see what we can do <laughs> about it. But I mean, normally. Uh, Normally, I would have installed uh, iOS 14 beta by now, but because I'm writing the No Office book, I just don't want to mess anything up. I just want to, like, right now, I, my iPad Pro is a joy. I just open it up and I can just type away. Yeah. Uh, no lag, no nothing, no problem. So um, that's why I decided not to 
uh, upgrade yet because I just want to have this perfect writing environment and and, and not you know get frustrated over some uh, you know iOS bugs when right now this thing just works. So that's why I, I kept my yeah um, that's, iPad. that's very very reasonable. Um, I actually today um, I was using Ferrite to do um, the edits of uh, mm-hmm. the second episodes. So I yes. just I I've just finished it. Okay. Uh, yeah, and the, the the workflow it was it was a pure joy to to do it because Ferrite uh, I always I always say it it's awesome app. And you can you can just edit the show with your fingers and pencil, just mm-hmm. doing doing all the cuts and edits with a pencil, and your fingers is just for um, yeah for hitting buttons or mark, marking part of the tracks. Yeah, it's it's just yeah it it feels very natural, and with Scribble feature on top of that, mm-hmm. I I was able to very easily uh, add chapters. Uh, uh-huh. And add notes in the Nosby Teams app in the comment with just a pencil. Ah, that's fun. yeah, yeah. It's awesome. It's it's not perfect yet. You need to time to adapt to it because when you start uh, writing with your pencil, uh, with time, you the words you typed uh, converts to the normal text, not the written form, okay. but the, the 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 normal text as you would written in the keyboard. So they they move slightly to the left. Because they ah, okay. they're, they're, they become smaller, yeah, and you, you you need to get used to it because it's 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 very strange at the beginning. But when when, when you get used to it, it's it's very it's it's very nice flow. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, I have to try it with uh, LumaFusion, my favorite uh, um, editor, video editor for the iPad. It's also lots of fun to edit, and I am about to edit uh, our vacation video. Um, I'd already uh, put the drone footage from, uh, you know, using the uh, SD card adapter um, to to my iPad, and uh, and already in LumaFusion, now I want to add the the footage that I did with my iPhone and and, and, uh, my wife's iPhone to just have a nice vacation video. So this will be lots of fun. To do it okay and speaking of editing the show uh, so i was by editing the show i was dogfooding my own english <laughs> <laughs> as you and oh boy did i suffer <laughs> <laughs> so uh, michael i i have a um, request for you so every time you hear me saying something weird in the weird way or making a big mistake just correct me uh, and I will I will repeat it because yeah I will I I can edit it later. <laughs> okay, I'll try to be patient with you, my friend. <laughs> uh, but that that way I can learn faster because I suffered a lot because dog fooding is all about suffering. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that today. How yeah. much we have to suffer? Yeah, because in one week I will have the presentation on the Product Cam Conference when I will talk about dog fooding. And today we will go through the of outline of my presentation and okay. you can give me a feedback for this. All so, right, let's hear it. Um, okay, so of course, uh, for the start, uh, I want to start my presentation with, with explaining what dog fooding is because no, uh, not everyone may be familiar with that, uh, with that term. Um, so I, I don't know actually how, how it will work uh, with uh, online presentation, but I assume I would be able to ask some questions and 
see see the answers in the chat. So mm-hmm. so I want to start with with the question: How many of you heard this term? So it's okay. always always nice to 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 see how many of your audience know what uh, know, knows the topic. Uh, so after that, I will explain that dog fooding is just being an active user of of a product you produce. Mm-hmm. Um, of your of, of a product that you're developing that you're actively yeah, developing as yeah well. but tell them tell them that always if you have the possibility everyone should dog food and it's not only in software development and then i i want to give an example of city officials city council uh mm-hmm. people how they should be using for example uh, public transportation as they are responsible for that in the cities yeah yeah, or, or right now with you know micro mobility, like the, when they do bike lanes, the, the public you know servants should be also riding bikes, and this way to really see if 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 it's yeah. fun or or if it's dangerous or or if it makes any sense. Because uh, as you said, like they they need to test themselves and suffer as normal user, right? Yeah, exactly. So so dog fooding is not only for software development; it it can be spread uh, on, on other other industries areas. So it's so it's whenever you're building something, using it at the same time uh, to 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 really see if it works the way it should be working. Yeah. So next question I'm going to ask you is how many of you practice dog fooding? Mm-hmm. So actively are using uh, their own software or their own thing that they're making. Okay. Yeah. And after that, uh, I want to tell the audience uh, some some facts about our company that we mm-hmm. are hashtag no office company and we have our product nosby that is on the market for thir- 13 years now uh, and we are profitable from day one we have no vc money and we are a small team 25 people uh, all working remotely so there is no office okay and now uh, to sum up this this part i will tell that as we are no office company which is uh, the bonus facilitator to for our dog fooding process. Why is it the bonus f- facilitator? Because why? because we are forced to communicate via, via ah, okay. online. Okay, online. because yeah, yeah, because but you have to explain that that Nos- our Nosby to do app is our main internal communication channel. It's the it's like it's the, our main thing how we communicate. So so it's like a backbone of our of of the whole thing we do. That's why uh, it's it like we are really forced to use this app. Like there, you, there's no way out. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I forgot to, to say it, but I have this sentence uh, that I always repeat that we use Nosby to run Nosby a company and to develop Nosby a product. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very good. And we have been developing uh, our new app uh, optimized for teams. That's Nosby Teams. And we shipped this app this spring. Mm-hmm. So the whole last year was very hard for us and we really felt that we started to make progress with our product once we started a dog fooding. So we it really makes So you yeah. sorry uh, you should say it like this let that uh, once you um that we really advanced we really progr- we have saw progress when we started actively using our product, so actively dog fooding. So really, uh, even though it wasn't ready, it wasn't launched. Like to really make it make the point clear. Okay. 
So to really uh, make the progress, we really have to start actively using our product, even if it w- wasn't ready. So actively dog, f- dog food it. Yeah, and it was it was really bad. Like there, there, there were lots of things not working correctly. There were lots of errors, uh, and I remember that uh, like when when we just migrated lots of our projects from Nosby to Nosby Teams, and there, there was no way out. We had to use this thing, and uh, it was lots of frustration, right? It was still, it was, and still sometimes is pain in the mm-hmm. ass. <laughs> but the more the more we suffered. Uh, the less would suffer our customers in the future. So, and it really created a clarity what's what is important and and clarity to pre- prioritize the roadmap. Thanks to dogfooding, we were able to discover uh, some huge technical problems uh, that really need to be solved before we we launch the product. Yeah, I mean, uh, th- th- that's that's really important to 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 to, cl- to clarify. So it's good uh, because. People have to understand that we were using really a, a half usable product, you know, and because we we are still months away from the launch, and we already were using it. So, uh, as you said, I, I like what you say there about the clarity thing. That it gave us clarity what needs fixing right now, yeah, because it's completely broken, or what needs fixing later, but really remember about it because it's frustrating, um, and and what uh, and also what is nice to have, but it's it's not necessary right now. Because you can also give some examples that we thought and roadmap that this and this feature would be nice, or would be would be good to implement now, but we realized, ah, uh, not really. We can wait. Yeah, but, you know, yeah, let's just and, focus and on the other really, ones. And uh, really see what technical uh, problems we need to resolve before we launch the app. So the infrastructure is ready li- later after we launch the app to, uh, to iterate on it, mm-hmm. to, to add more features, yeah? Uh, with updates, and today we we are updating our app almost every week. Yes, th- thanks thanks to 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 this process. But it was really it was we called it uh, last year was frustration driven development. Mm-hmm. So it means that uh, our developers were frustrated by by some bugs or lack of some features improvements, and they they could implement it. But the important part here is. We had to provide a space and culture for the rest of the team to give to give feedback what annoys them by using our our not finished product, and provide the space for developers to to discover technical solutions uh, for the problems and fixing annoying bugs. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we have we have this mighty Friday uh, policy. So on Fridays, uh, all the people in company do the weekly review, and after that, they they can learn whatever they want, whatever they feel. And thanks to this, we shipped two uh, important open source projects, Zax and Watermelon DB, which are the foundation of our infrastructure of the app. Yeah. So and we can link to exactly the episode, uh, not the episode, sorry, that we can link to the chapter in my book because it's already written yeah. about the Mighty Fridays. So we will link in the show notes to the chapter of the No Office book where I explain what Mighty Fridays are, are, are all about. Yeah, yeah. And uh, beside Mighty Friday, we had uh, this policy of Pack Fixing Monday. So as we started to dog food our product um, very strongly, we noticed that there are a lot of bugs that need to be fixed. And on Monday, we were fixing bugs. Now, 
we we don't have we, we don't have it that every developer is fixing bugs on Monday. Uh, but it was it was very good uh, back then, and it was very needed. But you have to explain here, I think, uh, that bug fixing Monday was about these all these small bugs, like small annoyances, small things yeah. that that normally, like you would tell, you would say, ah, okay, we'll deal it at some point. But because our application was really broken, because you know it was getting ready to be shipped, um, it was really important to create the space of Monday to 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 do these small bugs, and also it it was a win win because also our developers were happy that when they fixed something, it just worked instantly uh, and was deployed all over the place, and uh, everybody was like, noticing a relief when something was fixed. Okay, so after that, I want to tell tell the audience how our production process works. Mm-hmm. So how we ship almost every week. So uh, we have this, we called dogfooding as, as an environment that all of our team uh, have access to. Uh, so, and some features and some fixes are, we mark with feature flags. So they are visible only for us on dogfooding environment, not on the production environment. Still, I would, I would explain it in, in a less technical term. So we would say, so the feature flags are are flags for features so are are a way for us mm-hmm. that we can see internally features that our customers don't see yet yeah uh, i would you know production the vi- environment and all that stuff i know you're going to be speaking to technical people but still you know it would be good to explain the feature flags a little bit more you know like this yeah okay so so the mm, we use feature flags to to mark some features that are not not ready yet or not uh, tested properly, or we are not sure if if we want to ship them um, for customers. So we use feature flags for that. Yeah, and we have this policy to to not merging code to master on Friday. That means that on Friday we don't um, update the base of the app uh, that will go to customers on Monday. Yeah. That's, that's that's always a bad idea to merge things to important things uh, before the weekend because then it creates stress uh, on the weekend something might just completely go horribly wrong and then uh, you know people have to work on the weekend to fix it for Monday which is ridiculous yeah yeah and on Fridays everyone in company do a weekly review mm-hmm. so they use up very intensive intensively. Yes. Can I say that? Yeah, Intensi- yeah, intensively. Mm-hmm. Intensively uh, for one, two hours. Yeah. So it's it's a good uh, good test for for the app if it's uh, if nothing nothing serious is broken before we ship on Monday to the customers. Yeah, I think I think that's that's a good point. Uh, so you, you this way you can remind the audience that Mighty Friday is all about doing the weekly review. Yeah. And weekly review means going through your projects and tasks. And then this is where people really use our app a lot because they have to go through many projects, through many tasks. And then if something goes wrong, they don't see a comment or like, you know, any, or, or there's a problem with synchronization, you know, or whatever, they, they can feel it right then. So a Friday is a very good test to make sure that the app that we're shipping to the customers uh, um, on Monday is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so moving on, I will elaborate more on, on testing uh, topic. So... I want to tell that we cover most of the use cases by just using the app. So it's it's kind of testing is kind of automated without having automated tests. 
So Thanks. no, so testing is more or less uh, so automated, but it's actually more or less delegated to, to everyone on the team. <laughs> yeah, so delegated, but yeah, but but everyone just do their day-to-day uh, job. They don't have to focus on testing. Yeah, and, and and the cool thing is that receiving feedback is also very fast. Like for example, uh, as we have apps for iOS and Android, so especially for me uh, on iOS, we encourage people to. You know, whenever they see a problem, just record a short video or, or or take a screenshot and just upload it right then, so that we don't need to wait for a, like a longer feedback loop. So, uh, and and I think this fact that the, the, the new iPads have also you know pencil and you can write things and annotate screenshots is very important because it speeds up the whole thing. You know, whenever I see a bug, I can just upload it right then to to yeah. to, to, to to the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that's important that we we need to provide provide a culture and a space to to encourage whole team to give give feedback to the product team and 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 you can uh, you can i think you can he- here say that the 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 tester so the main qa 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 engineer kamil his job is 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 here to to manage this to manage this process yeah, because his job um, is, is not to test the mm-hmm. app his job is to is to make sure that uh, all the use cases that are not covered natu- naturally by dog fooding mm-hmm. uh, will be tested by the whole team. Yes. So, and, and also the, the, this way, for example, if uh, if 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 the team if, if if a team member sends a bug report to him, uh, like any kind of bug report, they don't have to check if this was was already there or whatever. They just send it to Camille, and Camille just manages and and and, and then yeah. replies if it's if if he knows about it or he doesn't know. Like he, we really try to like I think this is what we do very well that we really try to uh, give people like you know send me feedback any any feedback anytime. So yeah. like this kind of culture that people just send feedback to Camille and they know that Camille will deal with it and he will just figure it out if if we don't have to just you know because. I think this barrier of entry is, I, I, I don't know how to say it, but I think this barrier of entry is very important that, you know, whenever I'm sending bug report, I'm also, I'm always afraid. Okay. I'm, I'm sure he already saw it. I stop thinking like this. I just say, okay, I'm going to sh- send it anyway. It's a short screenshot. It doesn't take, you know, for me, it's like two minutes to, to, to submit this to Camille. And I prefer to do it like this, even though this might have already been discovered because if I don't do it, sometimes I will find something that he didn't find, and, yeah. and this way, you know, I will not report it, and this defeats the whole purpose. So, so I think here it's in some way you should just highlight that it's really important that the, that the team knows. Send anything to Kamil. Send anything to the QA engineer. He will deal with it. But send feedback. Yeah, and we learned that we can with this process we we can maintain uh, quality. So we didn't have any rep- serious bug reports from customers. That we, but we didn't know that existed. So, so and that's, that's true. Really, yeah. we, we didn't. Uh, yeah, all, all, only some minor issues. Okay, but all, all, we we didn't ship any uh, any ma- major major issues to um, to customers. And if we did, uh, they didn't notice. We were <laughs> able to fix it before uh, anyone noticed. <laughs> okay, that's good. <laughs> yeah, so. So dog fooding work, work, works for us in that uh, that regard. Yeah. So quality assurance is is just just given with with dog fooding. Of course, uh, as we said, Camille uh, needs to prepare some some testing to to done by the whole team uh, for the use cases that are naturally not covered by dog fooding, such as uh, signing up. 
because we are not signing up. No, no, repeat it again. Uh, so you have to explain this because it's important that you have to explain that uh, first of all, you don't say to, to, to done, but to be done, but, uh, be done. but, but, but more importantly, you have to explain that most of the time, just by using the app, people are f- finding bugs, but there are some cases like sign up or, or login where that we don't do very often yeah. or at all. So for these cases, Kamil has to, has to come up with uh, test cases and give them to, to the team so that people can try it. Yeah, yeah. And we have uh, 25 people in a team and everyone uh, use different devices, uh, different browsers, different smartphones, different tablets. So we are covering... Ah, okay. So you should also highlight that in the presentation. Yeah. Because we are a 20-something team and it's and we're a diverse team. So people are using lots of devices. We don't have like mandated devices that everybody has to use. Uh, people can choose their own computers, uh, their own you know mobile devices, everything, and their monitors, whatever. So this way, we already have kind of a small sample of user base because of that. Yeah, yeah. Of course, we don't have uh, every Android phone <laughs> on the market. No, of course not. <laughs> yeah. But we have a few different yeah. Android phones. few most, pop- most popular ones, mm-hmm. thanks to this. Okay, now, and after that, I will go to the design part. So, dog fooding uh, helps us not only with uh, quality assurance, but also to verify if our design decisions solve the problem we were trying to solve or to see if that problem is important to solve discover new problems i think there are two, i think there are two issues here i think uh, before you talk about design uh, of the features you should talk about how we force people to do dog fooding i think that, because they are just two two different things completely so first thing is you have to explain that after like you so um, so te- so testing how it's done by the team and you explain also, um, that that when there are when when there are things that we don't use that often, Camille prepares, prepares yeah. uh, test cases. But of course, you may ask, how do we enforce that people are always on the latest version? Yeah, and that people, people are really using the the new cutting edge features because some people, even on our fantastic team, might say, ah, I'm going to just keep this version because it's really good for me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because our people just are lazy and will not update. So for that, we have this cure that we are forcing people to update. We just have these pop-ups saying there is a new version, download it right now. And we have uh, automated the whole downloading process to make sure that uh, once you click OK, the app is being killed. There is a new app being downloaded uh, right away. And this way, everyone is always on the latest version. And it's uh, for, for, for a normal user, it will be annoying. But for us, it, we have to do We have to live like this. Yeah. We so, have to, so, we, so, we, so it's really important that you highlight this because this is something that it's really well done by us, I think. Uh, yeah. People are, are lazy. And if you tell them to install every day a new build, they will forget to do, to do so after a couple of days. But it's, it's not only that people are lazy. People are just busy with their work. Yeah. They don't want to be maintaining their stuff. Like maintaining stuff is boring. And, uh, and that's why uh, what I, I think what we really did was not only the annoying pop-ups, like, you know, there is a new version downloaded right now, but also that it's really automatic. Like, I love it. On an iOS device, you know, I open my uh, iPhone app and, you know, and it is kind of annoying. I have to open my iPhone app to add something to Nosby Teams, and it says, get a new version. And I'm like, okay, I don't want to go get a new version. But I know it will take a few seconds because I click, okay, the app is being killed, it's being downloaded, it's being installed. It's just, it, it takes a few seconds. Yeah. 
And because of that, because of this confidence that I have that it will go right, and doesn't go right every time, but most of the times, this way, I am more inclined to keep uh, updating the app. If it would be a problem, Michael, there is a pop-up. Michael, get a new version. You have to click there, move there, you know, turn around. Like if if it would be a big process for me, I wouldn't do it anyway. I would just cancel the pop-up. Yeah, yeah. And the barrier of entry is is very low. It's just one click. Yeah. So just so you have to, I think you have to highlight this in the presentation that you know we we are forcing people to get the new version, but we are also making it easy for them that just they know that it's just a few seconds. And they will uh, get a new version of app, so they are not reluctant yeah. to update. And they know that with a new uh, next ne- next sync, they will get a pop up again. So they better be downloading it anyway. <laughs> so, so I think there's there's this carrot and stick. First of all, they know it's going to be pretty seamless, but second, uh, they know that um, ah, and you can highlight again dog footing. It is perfect. Uh, you can highlight that our, our frustration was one of the parts of this of, of this process was that sometimes I was in the middle of a comment, writing a comment and to a task, and the pop-up would show up to get a new version. And yeah. I was like, come on, I want to finish the comment. But now, but so so we had to fix this bug or this issue or you know solve it so that if I click OK, it gets the new app, but I still have this comment. It's not yeah. gone, it's not unsaved. It, I mean it's still saved in the middle of writing, so it's not posted, but it's there. So I know that with a new version of the app, I'm not gonna lose uh, the the new comment I'm writing. So so again, this dog footing process showed us these ways how we can improve the app to make sure that people are really getting the new version. Yeah, yeah, because it's um, we need to interrupt your activity to make sure you update the app, but we shouldn't uh, like uh, interrupt your your content. Your 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 work shouldn't be lost. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we are already interrupting your work, so the least we can do is to make sure that you you, you know you're not, we are not destroying your work. <laughs> so we we very often uh, ship like ship to dog fooding, so to our internal version that we use um, features that may not even have a good UI yet, just mm-hmm. to verify our decisions. Uh, of course, they are hidden under the feature flag, as I uh, explained in the previous slides. Um, and when we, sh- when we announce new feature, we just create a new task in our dog fooding dedicated project to announcements. And I mention everyone in a team so everyone uh, should uh, act. So I'm actively asking for feedback from everyone. And we expect from everyone to at least leave a reaction. But I, I use it. I saw it. It's okay. I like it. Or if you don't like it, if you have feedback, there are comments there. And often people uh, write comments with, with uh, very thoughtful feedback. So that way, uh, dog fooding uh, helps us not only with quality assurance, but also to verify our design decisions. Yeah, so uh, so here, what, what, what you're missing, but I think would be valuable, is that to say that actually, because dog fooding, you know, after using it for such a long time, dog fooding just become, became a second nature for us. We also, like, at, if, if we design any new feature, we stop designing it picture perfect. We just think, okay, this is the minimum viable feature. Let's ship it. Let's start building it. 
which frustrates our designer, but on the other hand, it makes our process even faster. So we we kind of design on the fly, like design while using it, which is great. Which uh, which I think uh, if for us it just speeds up the whole thing because we see already there we can already touch something we can already do something before it's even well designed. Again, it frustrates the designer because they want to see a beautiful thing in their in in our app, but it's for everyone else. It's really uh, uh, beneficial, and and this is something I think uh, like I know for myself that we started thinking like this much more right now after. Yeah using dog footing for for quite a while we realized let's stop arguing about design of this let's just implement it and while we use it we'll design it and i i love this concept i love this fact that we design on the fly we 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 tell often well, let's implement a cheaper version to to verify if it does its job if it resolves the problem it should resolve and, th- 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 and this is where you explain that cheapo is the new standard for us. <laughs> so yeah. cheapo is our favorite wor- word right now after dog footing. And cheapo is the new sheepo. Uh, <laughs> it's the new thing we ship for us. To dog footing. And on dog footing, we see where where is that point when it becomes production ready. So if we feel the value of the feature, and maybe UI is not perfect, but... If it delivers a value, we want to ship it to to customers. And uh, you, you, the, the best part is that like like we see it every every time. Like people start using it, so we just uh, announced a referral program, for example, for Nosby Teams, and and the referral program dialog box was designed by the best designer on this planet, by me. So, <laughs> so it was uh, you know I was being sarcastic, um, and we shipped it like this. And I was the designer on this project. And now uh, the main designer is complaining, look, this is not really nice. We should do it differently. Okay, but it already works. It already enables people to refer people to Nosby Teams. So it already does the job. And okay, it, it it's not really ugly. It's okay, yeah. but it's great that while using, we figure out, okay, let's change it. Let's improve it. Improving is great. But um, very often, like ideas for improvement need time. And with dog fooding and, and and shipping a very good version, but not Perfect version, beautiful yeah. version to the to, to the customers, we start you know we see where how this design can evolve, um, because very often features until they are being used several times, like m- more often, you don't know how to design them really, like you know any so so. I love this sh- the shift that we 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 um, we uh, went through uh, in our team. Yeah, so done is better than perfect. Oh, yes. And cheapo is shippo. <laughs> cheapo is shippo. Okay. And, uh, okay, so after that, I will move to the, to the slide with risks. Uh, so the first risk we, we kind of already discussed was that with dog fooding, we are not covering uh, 100% of use case, such as uh, login, log, login or sign up flow. Or onboarding, but for that we we just uh, our QA engineer tester prepares uh, uh, team tests for for that. Um, second, yeah, risk, but also, but yeah. also, I think you could mention here because I'm interrupting you because I'm watching your slides, so I know if you would say this or not. So, uh, it, so it's it's important that um, you can say that. Also, because Nosby Teams is a very flexible product, it works across many industries. So, like many teams are using it, yeah. many very 
different teams. Because of that, some features might just be used differently by somebody else. So we also don't cover that, you know, because we use the software in such a way, but yeah. some people might use some features in a different way, in a way that we never thought uh, uh, would be a case. So with this, of course, we always get feedback from customers. Mm-hmm. Okay. But on the other hand, it's but on the other hand, when you when you talk about it, you can, you can say, but you you don't have a, a, a magical you know uh, glass uh, ball, so you don't know how the software you will be used anyway. So it's really kind of stupid to assume that you would write test cases for everything yeah. <laughs> anyway. So uh, there is always gonna be customer feedback, like it's it's a given. Yeah, it's. A- it's a, that, that, that's a nice one. I like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So another risk that we are getting used to the way the product works. So sometimes when uh, we we ship something to dog fooding, some new improvement, some new feature, we just uh, give give it a time, like one two weeks, to get used to it, to really uh, embrace it in the whole team and see if it if it's valuable because if we are get used to to the things how the product worked before you can say nobody likes changes yeah so if we are changing something it's it it may seem uh, at the first glance it may seem dis- disruptive for you but when you give it a time we really see if it if it's valuable or not and another risk we really get used to all the workarounds and bugs that exist in our software, some lack of features. So we use, uh, yeah, actually we need to improve the process uh, here, but uh, opportunity to to discover this uh, these holes that we are blind for is mm-hmm. when we are hiring a new, new employee to the team. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and uh, after that... Uh, I want. I will have a slide about our customer support and translation process. Yeah, but before, before that, uh, just give me a second. So, uh, I think in your like uh, you sh- as, as you mentioned in the in your uh, previous uh, in previous time uh, when you were talking about this, we with new hire, new hire comes completely new to our team, so they use our software as we do, and they might discover some new things because they have the out the perspective, the outside perspective, yeah. but. Because we don't hire that often, <laughs> it's, we shouldn't rely on that. Because it's a small team, we are hiring, as you, as you mentioned, like you know, one, two people a year. Um, so, uh, or maybe three, depending. I mean, this year we're hiring a bit more, but normally not that many. So uh, it's always, uh, it, it, we shouldn't rely on just new com- people coming in. I think we still get more feedback from just from customers. Uh, yeah, that's true. And uh, talking about customers, we have a great customer support team who mm-hmm. speak many languages and uh, also the people from customer support helps with help with marketing. So mm-hmm. uh, in Nosby, we provide customer support in 10 languages. Plus as a bonus, we, okay. So everyone in our company knows how to work with files on GitHub. So thanks to this, uh, we were able to start translation process of the app very cheap without uh, integrating with our um, translation system. Uh, And everybody uh, in the support does translation of the app in their language. So thanks to this, they really need to know when in the app each string exists. So they need to discover it. So they need to dog food the app even more. 
by this, they get to know app better, so they can write better articles on our help page, and they can explain better the app to our customers. Yeah, I think it's it's a very good point uh, that because of that, the customer support people have to know the app very well because uh, as with any language problems, very often the same word can be used uh, in many contexts and uh, or, in, or in the same context, you can use several words uh, which are very similar. But only when you know the app, you, you know that you, by using this word in this place, it just sounds silly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, as a bonus, we uh, before the customer support translates the app, they need to review the English strings we send we send them. Mm-hmm. So so and they are people who know the app. So so that way it's better quality of translation because we don't send them to random translators who who doesn't know the context. <laughs> I think it's very, very cool. It's a very good point that, you know, the customer support like, needs to really intimately know the app to be able to translate it well. Yeah. So, uh, and also this leads, when we ship the translations to production, this leads also to fewer customer complaints because, you know, we get a very nice translated app. So good. So uh, to sum up, uh, I want to list all the benefits we get from our dog fooding process. So uh, first of all, that we can ship very fast as we can verify on dogfooding, at which point new features starts to bring value. Second, we don't need dedicated testers to, to maintain quality, to perform tests. The test, tests are automated just by nature of this process. Yeah, automated and delegated. Yeah. And delegated. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we can verify design decisions very fast. Uh, we don't need to prototype, just... Uh, just just implement cheaper versions of, of the features. It facilitates communication between product, marketing, and support. And it keeps the morale of a team on the high level because we add new stuff to dog fooding every week. So everyone can feel, not only see, but feel because they are using the app on a daily basis. They can feel the progress. Yeah, and this is like this is a very cool benefit. I mean, something that people like when when they see that things are moving forward, you know that we have, uh, you know, even our current customers like of of be Personal are complaining that there's a new version of the app. When is the new version of the app? It's the same thing. They don't need the new features. They just want to see the development is progressing, and it's the same here. And 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 for a team internally to 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 see to witness that you know I complained about this and it's fixed. <laughs> like yeah. A week later, it's done. So it's um, it's fantastic. It's uh, it's it's very rewarding um, that you complain about something and it just gets fixed and then and it's done and, and and it's just nicer to use. So yeah. And after that, I will have a slide with with uh, reference. Uh, now, if you want to learn more about the fooding, go to nooffice.fm when we talk <laughs> when we talk about how how we work. And in the third episode. Uh, in this very episode, I, I dogfooded this presentation. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and also our CEO is, is writing the book about, uh, the no, about no office. So how we work without having an office and it's nooffice.org. If you have any feedback for me about this presentation, uh, I would be more than happy to receive this. So you can catch me on Twitter at Sobolowy, S-O-B-O-L. O-W-Y or send me an email at lafa at nosby.com And after that, the slide with uh, 
questions uh, mm-hmm. image and I ask a question, what questions do you have? No, if you have any questions. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Just what questions do you have? Because this presentation was awesome and uh, there are questions for sure. <laughs> yeah, especially uh, I think people um, might be asking you about, uh, you know, prioritizing features, you know, how you decide on features. And here you can just also, again, drop that, you know, we have, uh, we design not before ourselves and uh, we also mimic the way we work. So uh, uh, we have a cl- clear vision of the product. Uh, yeah. We have vision uh, how we want the product to um, uh, to develop and what we want the product to do. And because of this vision, based on this vision, we decide on the features, but also based on uh, uh, suffering points. So based on you know where we suffer, where we see something is just completely broken, then we also... Um, uh, prioritize that to make sure that the, 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 the work and, and then, you know, using the product is, is seamless. Um, so I think get ready to be answering the vision, yeah. know, the vision thing. And uh, I, I'm, I'm uh, personally, I'm hoping that next, uh, next uh, month in September, I'll be able to just finish off our vision document and publish some part of it already on the website. So we have, uh, we will be able to refer people to our vision document. Like yeah, what's yeah. the vision for we, we, we have very good uh, draft version of this vision and yeah, yeah. But, uh, need, now I have to work some on finishes, well. finishing touches. Yes. Um, yeah, and I, I will be able to, I can refer people also to, to the shape up thing because we use kind mm-hmm. of uh, kind of this process so we decide each 5 weeks what what feature we will implement in the in the next month for 5 weeks so it's not we are not deciding like in the next uh, 6 months we will implement uh, abc yeah we just mm-hmm. decide every 5 weeks we decide Bas- yeah, of course the, based for... on the product vision exactly but for yeah. you know Every you know, like for, like the bigger vision is the product vision. It's for yeah. for you know what we want this uh, uh, this 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 thing to achieve. But but then then the the con- the concrete features like the 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 holes in the vision that we want to fill are being decided every five weeks. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, I think it's great. I think the presentation is good. Uh, I hope I was helpful. <laughs> yeah, very helpful. That. And now I, I, when I do the edits uh, of the show, I, I can listen to your feedback one more time and mm-hmm. prepare slides. Yeah, that's a good idea. Exactly. Because yeah. you'll be editing the show. So you will listen to my feedback again uh, and, and then you'll be able to uh, improve your slides and improve your presentation. Great. Okay. So thanks for listening. And remember, today is Friday. So make it a mighty Friday. Do your weekly review, learn something new and have a great weekend. If you have questions for us or want to share your know-of-his story related to this episode, please leave a comment under this episode entry at knowoffice.fm slash free, where free stands for this episode number. Again, to get all the show notes and leave feedback, go to knowoffice.fm slash free. That was Rafał Sobolewski and Michael Sliwinski, founder and CEO of Nosby. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Don't cram 20 people on Zoom. Fluorescent lighted office all day long. You know, you probably are going to work from home.